Previously on The Lesbian Romantic. Leah, I told Eric I would not stop seeing you, whatever the cost. So what happens now? With your job, I mean. Eric told me to leave and come back on Monday to discuss my... What did he call it? Exit strategy. Are you nervous for your meeting with Eric? Yeah, I guess, Emily said. But mostly because I want to get it over with and get on the road with you. Was this Eric guy keeping Emily upstairs? No. He wanted to get rid of her as much as Emily wanted to leave. Had Emily changed her mind? Was she upstairs thinking how to tell Leah? That seemed a lot more likely. She stared at the dashboard. Its white digital number said it was now 11.30. Fuck. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Blogger Story, Part 37. A new assistant again? Emily thought. She walked over to the young woman's desk outside Eric's office on the top floor of the Sanders Tech building. Hi, I have an appointment, Emily said when the girl didn't look up from her laptop to acknowledge her. The assistant glanced at the clock. Miss Harris? She asked, finally meeting Emily's gaze. Yes. You can walk straight in, Miss Harris. Emily stiffened. Eric always made sure to keep her waiting for at least a few minutes. She had actually counted on those minutes to prepare herself for the meeting. A final mental rehearsal of what she wanted to say. Um, okay, thank you. Emily walked away from the desk, slowly, now trying to prepare herself in the few seconds she had left for what was coming. She knew what her demands would be. She knew what she would accept and what she would not. She would be okay. And maybe this would be easier than she expected. Maybe she could be out of here in an hour or so. Then she would still have time to go shopping. Emily wanted to buy Leah a small gift to take on their road trip. Emily knew the perfect shop to get Leah something. She could make it there, get the gift she had been thinking about for a while, and be back in time to wait for Leah in the underground car park. Focus, Harris, she told herself with her hand resting on the door handle. You need to think about other things than Leah right now. It was not an easy thing to do. She checked her watch. Leah would be here in about two hours. It was time to get this over with. She was going in. Emily pushed down the handle and opened the door. 
She took in a deep breath before stepping into the room. Emily immediately knew something was wrong. Was it intuition? Something in the room felt different, she realized. The energy had changed. Or maybe it was the room itself? Emily didn't have much time to look around. Because a tall man got up from behind the desk in the middle of the room and addressed her. Miss Harris? It wasn't Eric. There was someone else standing behind Eric's desk. Emily scanned the room. No one else around. No Eric. This was strange. Very strange. She focused back on the tall figure. It took her a second. Probably because she had expected to see Eric. But she did recognize the man. It was Christopher Morris, a relatively new board member of Sanders Tech. Emily had spoken to him a couple of times, at fancy company events, usually. She rarely presented to the board, and he hadn't been on it the last time she had been present. Eric usually took the credit, or the heat, from the board. That had been fine for Emily. She had not wanted to get involved in the non-stop political boardroom games more than she needed to. Emily had no idea why Morris was here. Would he be the one negotiating her resignation? That didn't make sense at all. She was just a VP, and she hadn't done anything serious enough to warrant the board's involvement in her departure. Mr. Morris... Emily stepped in front of the desk and stuck out her hand. His grip was firm. His smile seemed sincere. It's been a while, hasn't it? He said. Yes, about six months, I think. Emily noticed he was still holding on to her hand. He squeezed it one more time before he finally let go. I've been in Europe for quite some time, she said. Yes, of course. I know you spend a lot of time with the local teams. He gestured to the chair in front of the desk. Emily smiled and opened up her suit jacket before she sat down. Christopher took his seat behind the large wooden desk. Okay, let me get straight to the point, Miss Harris. Can I say Emily? Of course. Then please call me Chris. Emily smiled again. Okay. Emily, Eric has resigned as the CEO of Sanders Tech. Emily had seen Christopher's lips move and had heard his voice. But what he said still seemed unreal. There have been some complaints lately and a majority of the board decided to intervene. Emily frowned. 
despite the enormous size of the company. It was, in ownership, still mostly a family business. If the board had indeed fired Eric, most of the people serving on it had just fired a relative. Emily's mind instinctively went to the number of assistants she had seen come and go in Eric's office. She knew better than to ask what the complaints had been about, though. I'm surprised, Emily said. To be frank, Emily, we were never convinced Eric would be able to fill his father's shoes. Both in a personal and a business sense. Emily tried not to smile. She had never quite liked Eric either. There had been something fake about him. Like he pretended to be as gracious, smart, and witty as his father. But he wasn't. And the worst part was, Emily doubted he wanted to be like his father. Eric just seemed to be cut from a different cloth. When will Eric leave? Emily asked. He already has. She tilted her head. When had all of this happened? Was this why she had not heard a single thing about her resignation in the meantime? We don't want to make the announcement until we have a successor in place, Chris said. That made sense, Emily thought. Announcing a new CEO was better than announcing one leaving. Emily still didn't understand what Chris was doing here, though. He was part of the board, sure, but not one of the Sanders family members. In other words, he wasn't that important. She wasn't quite sure how to ask what his role in all of this was. Would he be the next CEO, maybe? She tried to find a way to ask without being impolite or insensitive. Chris beat her to it. The family has asked me to represent them and ensure the smooth transition process in these crucial days. They want to keep their hands as clean as possible, Emily thought. Chris was a proxy to make sure the family feud didn't get even worse. Okay, I understand, Emily said. So I will discuss my own resignation with you today? Chris shifted in his seat. About that, I understand you and Eric have had a bit of a dispute last week. Emily's eyebrows shot up. It was more than a dispute. He forced me to resign. Chris straightened in his chair. That was never made official, though. It never left this room. Emily doubted that was true. If it had not left this room, how did Chris know? Her face must have mirrored her thoughts, because he added, Let's say only Eric and the board know. Emily pulled at the sleeve of her jacket. 
She wasn't sure where this was going. Well, I was told to come here today to discuss conditions and messaging. Chris leaned forward, his hands on the desk. Emily, I'm saying you don't have to resign. Emily's lips parted in surprise. Unlike Eric, we value your contribution to this company, Emily. We realize it's invaluable. You have been at the core of every major profitable development in the last ten years. Emily sat back in her chair, aghast. It was slightly odd to suddenly get all of this credit. A bit overwhelming, too. But she was mostly confused. What did all of this mean? Thank you, she managed to say. So let's forget about that nonsense of you resigning, Emily. I actually want to... Emily interrupted him, annoyed by his choice of words. My situation has not changed, she said. And it won't, she added. Chris nodded slowly. Emily saw the corner of his eye was twitching. Was he annoyed? Uncomfortable? He folded his hands on the desk. We don't care about your private life, as long as it does not interfere with your job. Emily huffed. Eric thought my relationship interfered, and even harmed the company. Chris glanced around the room. Well, he said, clearly hesitating. I assume we can trust you. I assume you can be the judge of that. Emily looked down at her hands. She hadn't noticed she had been clenching them. Her knuckles were white. The muscles hurt. She stretched her fingers while she considered her reply. My relationship does not interfere with my job, she said. The second she said those words, though, she wondered what the hell she was doing. Had she just opened the door to not leaving Sanders Tech after all? Did she want to keep her job? The last days had been terrific. She had felt so much lighter, happier. She had assumed it was because of Leah. But now that she was considering staying on as a VP of Sanders Tag, her chest felt tight. She did not feel relieved or excited at all. She couldn't quit her job now that she didn't have to, could she? That would be insane. She felt trapped. Okay, now that is settled. I finally want to get to today's most important topic. Emily looked up in surprise. Wait, there was more? What could possibly be more important?
than Eric resigning. Suddenly and unexpectedly. She wasn't exactly being her usual calm executive self. And Emily had to get a grip if she did want to stay on at Sanders Tig. So she straightened and crossed her legs. Okay, what would you like to discuss? Your job, Chris replied. Was he being this confusing on purpose? Had they not just talked about her job? The board thinks you would be a fine candidate to become Sanders Tegg's new CEO, Chris said. If Emily thought she had been surprised before, she now discovered a whole new level of surprise and shock. It was just too much to take in. Excuse me, she said. Chris smiled. We want you in this office, Emily. Effective immediately. We're drafting a statement as we speak. Emily had to consciously make an effort to keep her jaw from dropping. Why on earth did they want her to succeed Eric? She was still mostly a lab nerd. Not some big-shot executive. I'm sorry. I'm a bit surprised, she said. Chris got up from his chair. Of course, I understand. But you are the perfect candidate, Emily. Your focus and vision will push this company back into the right direction. He walked around the desk. Chris stuck out his hand. Congratulations, Emily. Emily shot to her feet. Out of habit, she shook his hand. Her mind was having trouble catching up. I am going to let you get settled in here, Chris said. I'll be back in an hour or so to discuss the details. Let's get to an agreement today, Emily, so we can send out the statement tomorrow. details Emily stammered. Chris grinned. Your salary, benefits, stock. He tugged at his suit jacket and closed it. And the board would like to share their vision on your first priorities, of course. Ah, yes, Emily said. See you in an hour, Chris said. He was already walking towards the door. Emily knew this was the moment to speak up if she didn't want this. This was the time to stop all of this. But instead, she just watched him open the door, step outside, and then close it behind him. Emily was still standing in the same spot staring at the wooden panels of the door. What the fuck? She said out loud. Her hands shot up, and she ran them through her hair nervously. Shit. Shit. She started pacing around the office. Emily now noticed the room had indeed changed quite a bit. 
a lot of the furniture was gone, and there were no pictures or paintings left on the walls, except for some old Sanders Tech marketing visuals. She glanced back at the desk. It was mostly empty. Eric really had left. This was really happening. She had not lost her job. More importantly, she had just gotten a promotion. The biggest promotion possible. On the day she had come here to walk away. This development changed everything. She had imagined herself taking some months off. Time to figure out what she wanted to do with her life. And she had wanted to spend as much time with Leah as possible. But she couldn't do that if she was freaking CEO of Sanders Tech. She would have to live in Chicago. She would have to work day and night. She would be traveling for several days almost every week. This way of living wasn't new for Emily. She had lived that way for years. But her relationship with Leah was new. Would Leah forgive Emily for not being able to leave on the road trip anytime soon? Leah was probably already on her way over here. The car full of their luggage. Leah all excited and ready to leave. She is going to be so disappointed. Emily had promised they would drive off into the sunset together. She wasn't sure if Leah would ever forgive her if they didn't. And even if Leah did forgive her, would she want a relationship with someone who was at the other side of the world most of the time? Emily doubted Leah would. Her mind was racing now. What about the conflicts of interest? Emily would have to be very careful what she told Leah about her work. All the time. And Leah would probably lose some credibility as a blogger once people knew she was dating the CEO of Sanders Tech. Would Leah accept that? Was Emily okay with doing all of this to Leah? She walked over to the ceiling to floor windows behind the desk and glanced outside. The view of Chicago was spectacular. It was a beautiful, bright morning. The sun shimmered on the windows of the skyscrapers around her. She could see the lake in the distance. What am I doing? She mumbled. Emily touched the window. It was cool, and she was standing so close to it, her breath made the glass foggy. She drew a question mark in the moisture. What am I doing? She repeated.
This was part 37 of the Blogger Story and episode 50 of the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. Only two more episodes until the blogger story is, well, over, done, finished.、Um, and I'll be taking a month off to create the next story. If you want to stay up to date on that, you know what to do. Go to lesbianromantic.com and sign up for the newsletter. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week for part 38. Of the blogger story. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.